Well, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Dreamer to Entrepreneur. We are excited to be here with you all today. If you haven't already listened to our most recent guest episode, you're going to want to do that because we are going to reflect and chat about that episode. So yeah, if you haven't had a chance, go ahead and pause this, hop on, listen to Lauren's episode, and then hop back on here and you will know what we're talking about. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast, a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life. You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. So we had just a great conversation with Lauren talking about how she followed her heart, followed her gut, chased her dreams. And she kind of carved out this new, I guess, career path and how she's helping others to do so as well. Brittany being one of them who took her course. So we just kind of wanted to reflect back on that conversation, some of the takeaways that we got from it. And, you know, hopefully you did too. I think one of the biggest things for me that I got was you know, it's interesting to look at her journey and it started from just her and her friend starting a podcast, just like Mm -hmm. a random podcast, kind of something more of a hobby podcast. And like, that was the very beginning. And now within, what was that? Five years? Was it five years? Yeah. I feel like it was, yeah, it was like the late, like 2018, 17 or 18, something like that. So like then, and now she is a prominent person in the podcast industry. And I think when you, you look at her journey, she'd never, you know, I think a lot of times as new business owners, especially me, like when you're just starting out, you kind of put all of these, I think you overthink the long, the long haul. Like I know me, I was thinking like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. When I started, I thought maybe I wanted to do like social media management. And so I was like planning my five, 10 year goals based around social media management. But here I am almost four years into it and I don't do anything with social media. Mm-hmm. And so I think Lauren, her story was her journey is she very much followed her heart, her gut and kind of just. To me, it seemed like she kind of just went with the flow and listened to Mm -hmm. what her gut was telling her. And I think that's just like for any new business owners or people that are just kind of overthinking things or, you know, trying to figure out your long-term goals before you Mm -hmm. get, you know, these goals accomplished. I think it's just don't worry so much about years down the road because you don't know where where that is going to take you. you. Yeah. When I think it's like really, like you said, this was kind of like a hobby thing for her. She started 
a podcast with a friend of hers about, it was about fitness, right? Mm -hmm. A fitness podcast. Just, it was something she liked to do. And so they both, you know, started doing this podcast and she just started editing it and all that stuff just as her side fun hobby. And she ended up being good at it. She ended up enjoying it. And she was able to turn that into a new career. And I think that's really, it's just really cool, like finding something that you love to do and to be able to transition that into a career path that, you know, that's what you get to do for, I mean, it's just like a cool idea. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are, they want to start a business. They want to do something for themselves, but they don't know what. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I don't know what I would do. Or, you know, I'm not, I don't know anything about business, but I think like, what are you good at? Think about what interests you, what you're good at. I saw a TikTok the other day and it was a lady who, uh, I assume she owns a, uh, what is it? Car detailing business because the TikTok, Mm -hmm. like it was her cleaning a car, but she was talking about find something that you're good at, find something Mm -hmm. that you enjoy doing and become the best at it. And so I assume that she enjoyed cleaning cars. I assume like I have a friend and her husband I think cleans his car every day. Well, <laughs> he must enjoy it. So I yeah. mean technically he can make a business out of that. And so I mean it's literally can be as simple as just what do you love doing? Do that and figure out how to monetize it. And you know now I'm sure this TikTok lady she probably, you know, is booked out, has all kinds of people that want her to clean their car because she's gotten so good at it. And like now her TikTok is she's sharing tips mm-hmm. for cleaning your car and all this stuff and has a lot of followers. But it's something just as simple as that. Like figure out like what you find like what do. you love, find yeah. what you're passionate about. And, you know, how can because, yeah, because you're I think the reason why a lot of people become entrepreneurs or small business owners is because you don't want to like go punch a clock. I I sure as heck don't want to go to an office and like punch in and work for someone else. I've tried it. I've done it. I was good at it, but it didn't fill my soul. It didn't make me happy. Like I was miserable going to work. And I think a lot of people are like that. They just when you're passionate and you love what you do, you're it's not really like work, you know, and I, I can say that because what I do is a is a lot of work. It's a lot of manual labor. I was just telling Brittany packing up for this event. I spent over four hours, four and a half hours packing and loading furniture and fixtures and things into a trailer and then had to drive three hours home after working all day. (laughs) So that's a lot of hard work, but I love doing it. I'd love getting to go into these spaces and create these beautiful pop-up shops. And it's a lot of hard work, but I love doing it. It brings me happiness. It brings me joy. It's not work for me. It's fun for me. So yeah, find something that you are passionate about and try and turn that into, you know, maybe you're passionate about baking. Maybe you're a really good baker or whatnot. There's so many things you can do, but you want to make sure that it's something that you love because then you're not, when it gets hard, you're going to want to give up. 
You know, mm-hmm. I feel like it, if it's something you're not in love with when, cause the road's going to get hard, there's going to be challenges that come your way. And if you're not in love with what you're doing, you're going to be defeated. You're going to give up and not keep persevering. Yep. And also I think another thing too, is, you know, once you start that and you have your business, I think kind of touching on what you just said, don't be afraid to pivot. Don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like say you start this business. Like for me, when I started out, I did social media management and you kind of just go into it. Like Lauren started out as a virtual assistant. And if it's not filling your cup, like you may go into it, think, oh my gosh, I've got a business. I'm so excited. And then a year later, it's not filling your cup. Don't be afraid to pivot. You can. There's nothing holding you back saying, oh no, you started this business. You have to keep doing it this way. That is the beauty of business ownership and being an entrepreneur is that you can pivot and make adjustments and tailor it to what's going to make you happy. And, you know, Lauren realized that she was good at podcast management and, you know, she knew about podcasts. And so she pivoted to that. And then, you know, made another pivot down the road when she started coaching podcast managers, mm-hmm. teaching that them that. And so I think that's just another thing is, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business, don't stress so much about the journey ahead. I think just take it one little stepping stone at a time. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, let's accomplish this little thing first of figuring out how I'm going to start this business. Mm-hmm. And then once you get it up and off the ground, okay, let's let's accomplish this next little stepping stone and kind of just look at it as little stepping stones. Yeah, like you want to have your goals, you want to have your five-year, 10-year goals, but you can't be so married to that business plan that you're not willing to maneuver or make changes or make adjustments or pivot. Yes, you should have kind of an overall goal, but like as you're accomplishing these little steps, sometimes things are going to change. You're going to adjust things. I mean, the world, you can't control what's happening in the world. Things are going to happen and you're going to have to pivot and adjust that plan. So yeah, don't be so married to it that you're scared to pivot or change or go in a different direction Mm -hmm. and follow your gut. That's, that's what Lauren did. She kind of She followed her gut. She followed her heart and it led her down this path. And now she's, you know, a prominent figure in podcast management. Again, she started, it was her hobby, her side kind of side thing she did for fun with a friend. And it turned into so much more than that. Yeah. And one thing I really love that she touched on in the beginning is she told us about her journey before those like the past five years, Mm -hmm. like all the way into, I think she started at 2012 when she first had it in her mind. Oh, I want to start a business. Like I want to do something Mm -hmm. on my own. And she told us about that five years and she made the statement about, you know, people always talk about like their business journey, but what led them to Mm -hmm. that, to starting Mm -hmm. that business journey? Because you don't know people's backstories you know, what they did beforehand to kind of build those skills or the connections they made or the failures they had Mm -hmm. to get them to kind of their business journey. And I know for her, she talked about starting Beachbody and Mm -hmm. that 
just didn't work out. And then she did her ebook and that was a failure, but that she didn't stop there. Mm-hmm. So I think if you, if you are a new business owner and, you know, you had have a bump in the road, your ebook doesn't sell or your products don't sell, or I don't know, so you have a quote unquote failure of some kind, don't give up and say, oh my gosh, well, business ownership isn't for me. Keep going. Because I think you will eventually find success. You just have to keep going. Yeah. Well, it, it's a journey. And I love that you bring up Lauren's backstory, her pre-business, you know, like what was going on. And I can relate to that too, because before, you know, I started Blue Jean, like I was working in this field for, you know, at a place for, you know, 12 years. So there was a lot of, you know, learning and things I went through and did and learned and accomplished and grew that kind of led me to where I'm at today and Mm kind of, I was starting from scratch, you know, as far as not having a business, but I was educated and experienced in this field because of my, I guess, backstory and where I came from. So I had a lot of knowledge and experience and kind of just firsthand experience going into it that kind of helped my journey if you would have approached me five years ago, would I have thought I would be here today? No, I would not have. But here I am. <laughs> here yeah. I am. So yeah, I mean, I think it's it's important to take all of these experiences you've had like in your past, in your in your life, and draw from those experiences to help you grow and learn and be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. Did you ever start a business or a side hustle or anything like that before Blue Jean or was Blue Jean your very first one? Um, I Not really. I had an Etsy page. Not really seriously. Did I dabble? Yeah. You know, I sold some stuff on Etsy for a little bit because I just am a creative person and I would create things and whatnot. And I made painted signs and stuff like that. But yeah, this is the first business business. And I've worked at lots of different places, you know, as well. You know, we have furniture market here in High Point. I worked for furniture companies, setting up showrooms. So I had lots of all these other experiences too. But yeah, this was the first, I guess, business I started. Now I've worked almost exclusively for small businesses in my entire career. So the benefit of that is you get to wear a lot of hats. So I had a lot of experience that had I come from a more, I guess, corporately owned background, I wouldn't have had. I think having, you know, worked for so many different small businesses, I had a lot of kind of a lot more experience in, you know, like what it, what needed to be done. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my early 20s, I did a uh, freelance makeup artistry. So like, it was like kind of my business. Like I look back now and I'm like, Oh my God, I probably could have been sued. Like I they never had anybody sign contracts or <laughs> it's like, I thought I had this business, but it really like looking back, I'm like, no, that was not a business. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> but that's like really my only my own business. I did dabble in several MLMs after I had my son. Like I did Scentsy and Beachbody and 
I think MLMs are, and by MLM, I mean multi-level marketing. I think now they call it, what do they call it? Uh, oh, they have a prettier word for it now. I forget <laughs> what it's called. And I think, you know, they, MLMs get a lot of hate, but I think if they are done the right way, mm-hmm. I, I mean, still, you have to applaud the women taking part in those and trying to create something for themselves. A lot of them are moms that want to stay home with their kids. And so you have to applaud them for at least taking that step Yeah, to do that, to do something mm-hmm. for themselves. And I do think, like I know with Beachbody, the coach that, or not the coach I had, but there are several coaches out there and they teach you like kind of the skills, I would say like soft skills about owning your own business, kind of getting in the good headspace and learning to communicate and create engagement online. Like I think if you're wanting to start a business, maybe dabbling in the MLM space, if there is one that you like and just kind of learning maybe some sales slash business skills just from that. Mm-hmm. But then I quickly realized I was like, I mean, I was selling this product and they tell you that it is your own business, but it's not your own business. You're selling a product of a company that's created this, you know, this mm-hmm. the creator of this company, it's their business. And so I just kind of got to the point, I was like, well, if I'm going to be reaching out to these people and if I'm going to be selling a product, it's going to be a product that has my name on it. I don't mm-hmm. want to each body. I'm going to sell, you know, Q's fitness or whatever. And then I was like, well, I don't even have the training, the knowledge of fitness to be selling this, to be selling mm-hmm. fitness products. And so that's the whole thing with MLMs. I think it's a wonderful stepping stone. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, if you are wanting to do something on your own, why not just do something on your own and Mm -hmm. create your own business? Mm -hmm. Because it's really not that difficult as you might think. Mm -hmm. So that's my two cents on that. (laughs) Well, and you can always start small. And I think a lot of the times you know, you look and you see someone who's 10 years in and you see all the things they're doing. You're like, oh my gosh, I want that. Well, that took them 10 years to get there. So you can definitely start small. And I think a lot of people, when you do own a small business, a lot of the times when you get started, you're still working another job. You're working, you know, your regular job as you're getting started. And that's very true for a lot, a lot of people. So you can start small and you can grow and don't be discouraged if you're not growing as fast as you think you should be. I still have to remind myself of that. You know, go at your own pace, do your own thing. Your journey is going to be different than someone else's. Your story is going to look different from someone else's. So don't compare and don't be discouraged if, you know, your path is not quite as smooth as as you were hoping it would be, you know, and just start small and then grow it as, as you can. Yeah. And I mean, enjoy the journey looking Mm -hmm. back at Lauren's. So, you know, they started this fitness hobby podcast and then last year she was actually a guest on Shailene Johnson's podcast. And, you know, for those of you that don't know Shailene Johnson, she's a fitness Guru, I think she used to be a beach body, like one of the top trainers. 
And so, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy that you know, you don't know where your journey is going to take you. And so, you know, if you're just starting out, don't get so caught up on overstressing and overthinking what's going to happen, what's going to happen. Just take that small little step and accomplish that and then move mm-hmm. on to the next one. Because I mean, it really is just a crazy journey. And I don't think if you go and talk to any business owner, any entrepreneur, I don't think any of them will tell you otherwise. I don't yeah. know one business owner that it's just, it's been smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the most important thing is just to get started. Mm-hmm. And as always, if you have any questions, need some help, need some advice or advice. help or encouragement, we're here for you. Yeah. Feel free to reach out to us. Shoot us a DM on Instagram at dreamertoentrepreneur.com. We also have an exciting announcement. Mm-hmm. We have decided to take our show from biweekly episodes to weekly episodes. Mm-hmm. And so next week, we, Amanda, will have a solo episode where she will be sharing a short little episode packed full of advice from just her own perspective. And so we are going to just kind of get in the rhythm of there will be a guest interview and then a solo episode with either Amanda or myself. And then the next week will be us coming together and talking. And then the next week will be another solo with, again, Amanda or myself. So I feel like this is going to be just awesome because you're getting so many perspectives, so many thoughts. We're bringing the guests in, getting their perspective. We're getting conversations between just Amanda and I. And then you get to hear from both of us individually on just, you know, our own perspectives. And then also touching just from Amanda from the like more brick and mortar, like the tangible, you know, space, product space. Mm -hmm. And then me with more so a service-based online space. So. Mm -hmm. We're super excited and we hope you enjoy that. Yeah. We're excited. Yeah. And then to get into our business bloopers, Amanda, do you have a business blooper that you want to share? Yes. I always have business bloopers. So we're talking a lot about this episode of it's not always smooth sailing. So I have been on the road the past two weeks. I did two shows back to back that I did not bring the truck to. So I rented a 12 foot trailer. Um, One was in Lebanon near Nashville. And then the next week in Myrtle. Well, I drive, you know, the seven and a half hours to Lebanon, go to set up and I can't open my trailer drawer. So I'm trying, I'm trying, I cannot get it open. So while I was driving through the mountains, up and down, all the slices, my furniture shifted and got wedged in the door. So I'm really stressed out because I have a day to set up. And honestly, like it takes, I mean, when I don't have the truck, just unloading a vehicle takes two to three hours. I do these shows by myself. It's just me. It's, you know, a lot of, So I was freaking out. I was like, what am I going to do? I had to call the U-Haul. They had to send someone out. We couldn't get, I mean, we were with crowbars trying to get this thing open. Wow. And it was just stressful. And so I ended up, we finally had to get the lift, the tow lift to, he got it under. We were able to 
crowbar the door enough to get that under and then use that and it broke the furniture <laughs> that was stuck so I could get in to my thing. And so that was like three hours later. I could... <laughs> Wow. It was just a long, long, long day and a lot of stress and, you know, a lot of tears and yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And an adventure. So did the, yes. was your furniture, was it able to be fixed or did you have to buy new furniture? I haven't fixed it yet. I was still able to use it. Just the, oh. the end is broken off. It's like a display piece that goes on top, you know. So it is broken. I have both pieces. I have not fixed it yet because I've been just on the road. Every, like, <laughs> oh, the next couple weeks are a little cray. <laughs> but yeah. It's just an event. I mean, there's always something. There's always, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like it's, yeah, especially for product-based businesses, because you're dealing with actual stuff. I mean, even for Mm -hmm. products, like I know people that, you know, have a, like a product business and like Mm -hmm. one sells tumblers and stuff. And sometimes like when she gets the tumblers in, they could Mm -hmm. be broken. And so it's like, yeah. I had that too with my t-shirt launch. So I launched a Lainey Wilson collection this past weekend and my printer went to go print them on Tuesday. I was leaving Wednesday morning for Myrtle. So I had to have them, you know, ready for, you know, the Southern Charm event and ready for the Myrtle event. And they tried printing and like something kept on messing up with the screens and they kept on wiggling. And so like one of my t-shirts, I still haven't gotten in yet because they had to reorder, you know, 40 shirts because they got messed up because the printer was, you know. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yes, He was so mad. He was like, these dang shirts. Oh my God. Sorry. He's like, when do you need them? And I said, when you can get them done. But yeah, I mean, it not smooth sailing. Wow. <laughs> just got to laugh a little. You got to cry a little and move on. But <laughs> along. Yeah. Yes. yes. Do you have any business bloopers you want to share? I don't have a business blooper. I feel like my <laughs> things are, we've just been sailing over here. But we do have a listener that sent us a business blooper that she wanted to share and asked, are you familiar with Asana? It's like a, so I feel like the online business owner, the online space is probably Mm going to be more familiar with this, but Asana is a project management, what is it? Software tool. So Mm -hmm. she is a web designer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she uses Asana for her clients and to kind of, you know, plan out the dates and the tasks that need to be done and kind of just like a project management platform that you can use to lay out the projects and provide dates for them. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, each client has their own Asana board that you can make private to that client. So, you know, you don't want clients to see other clients boards. And then a lot of times, for instance, she has a board that she uses for her own personal life. So like, you know, if she needs to get her nails done or her hair done or whatever. And so anyways, she just got a new client, created the board and gave her access. And then I think the client made a comment or something. Well, Shannon quickly realized she gave that client access to the entire, her uh, entire. Oh, no. 
<laughs> and so I think the client, she ended up realizing that the client was looking at her personal Asana board. And I think Shannon had, it was a funny appointment. I don't know if maybe it was a wax or I don't know. She had all kinds of stuff on her personal yeah. thing and like the client was seeing it. And, you know, I mean, it's really, it's not that big of a deal, but Shannon was just like, oh my gosh, like this looks so unprofessional. <laughs> now my client knows what I'm doing. She knows what I'm doing with other clients. And so, you know, even though it's not like that big of a deal and I'm sure her client understood and it's something that she could easily just like take away access, you know, and yeah, on her own board, it's just like, oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. And I'm sure it's something that a lot of us have done, but for those listening, just make sure you're double checking what you're yes. doing <laughs> and not getting client access to everything. So I got a laugh out of that. So thank you yes. for sharing that. I'm sure plenty of listeners can relate to it, but yeah, we're, we're all just, we all go through the bloopers. So yep. Yep. It's like a daily occurrence over here. <laughs> I go through life bloopers. Not yes. I have business so dang organized that that is it's not so bad for me. My life is the one that it's just content. My personal life is the continuous blooper reel over here. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. Alrighty. Well, we hope everybody has a wonderful day, wonderful weekend, and we will be back in your ears next week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thank you for listening to our mommy show. Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.